What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Smart to Death. The first one in, uh, I don't know, what are we doing with our hands? The first one in, I don't think I've done a podcast since before spring break. That's what we were doing with our hands. <laughs> oh, I think I have a video here somewhere that has an intro. I do. <laughs> So who is you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the hearts of two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart to Death. Okay, everybody, we're back from the intro. It has been a long time since we've done a podcast episode together. Let me explain myself for like the 50th time that I've gone on a hiatus, I think is probably what it was. Like I've been podcasting off and on for four years, but I've been on hiatus for like half of it. Sound about right? I would say a solid 28.4%. I don't think half is accurate, but hey, we'll move forward. Uh, I, this is okay. So as most of y'all know, I am a, I am an educator. I educated during a pandemic and, uh, education also, is important in this country. Yeah. I started teaching before the pandemic, had a child quickly after that. And let me just tell you guys, I hit spring break and, uh, it was pretty rough. I also was dealing and I'll just be transparent about it too. I was dealing with quite a bit of anxiety. Tom knows about too. I've been, I like all of a sudden discovered anxiety when I became a parent. I think that's kind of how it works. Yeah. I dealt with some yeah. other things. I get to sleep with a little robot mask now. So it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was rough. It was rough. Our buddy Connor's here. Thank you for joining Connor. He says, uh, hello, Tony and Tom, how you fellas been? I, you know, I've been pretty good. We're going to talk about wrestling, obviously, but, uh, I'm sorry. Like we started trying to get this thing going with shooting the sports dish, and I just got frankly overwhelmed. Man, it has been uh, COVID got me at the end. I didn't get COVID, but like the pandemic state of the world got me. Dude, look, I, I look at this right. We had many episodes during the pandemic. We talked about different things. Most of them were yeah. related to more sports than wrestling. And to be fair, it was a struggle during the pandemic for wrestling. Right. I think for a lot of us, we looked at a lot of us early wrestling programs, whether it was WWE or AEW, or whatever it may have been. And it just kind of hits you in the face more or less like, okay, we can't do anything. There's no one there. That's an empty yeah. arena. Yeah, And it really didn't get people into it. And I think truthfully, for those people out there listening to sports or watching you know, different wrestling programs, we hit those early summer, late spring months, and some of the different leagues said, let it rip. And you know what? Let's go. We've got full crowds back in many places. You know, that's that's an interesting thing to segue to. Um, let's just go ahead and start there. First topic of the night, we'll talk about kind of like looking back on sports and uh, wrestling and, and the pandemic state of things since I have been gone for a while. And when I was sure. not doing podcasts in March... It was right before March Madness. Um, I made it through most of March Madness and then just fell off after Baylor won the national championship. Uh, but we, uh, you know, we got to who that won? point. Who, who was that? Baylor. My Baylor. Sikkim Bears, baby. We are national champions. Yeah, it feels good. Oh, still. one more time for the people that didn't hear you the first time. 
It's okay. We'll get back to it. Your school won the national championship. Sure did. I'm still very excited about it. Uh, Thank you. Thankfully, because the Mavs blew a 2-0 lead last night. That sucked. But anyway, um, let's talk about some some memories back through pandemic wrestling. Connor says that pandemic wrestling was hard to watch during the shutdown. And that's the case with some college conferences. For example, it was hard to watch Ohio State games with no fans. I, yeah, it's wrestling was, was the most tough to watch for me with no fans, I think. To me, it wasn't hard to watch Ohio State games. I know what I'm getting <laughs> when I'm going in. I'm getting this school that pays a lot of money for their athletes versus the little girls and boys clubs of the Southern District. So I get mm-hmm. it. Um, but if we're going back to wrestling, yeah, Tone, I mean, you said it. Like, those pandemic WWE Raw and SmackDown shows from the PC, with yeah. all the credit to the workers on the show, like, kudos to those guys, but they were almost unwatchable. We yeah. didn't know what we were doing. It was a culture shock to all of sports. But I, I don't want to look backwards. Like, I, I want to look forward on this. Like, we yeah. are finally starting to see venues with people, vaccinated people, right? Um, or not. But seeing or not. arenas with, with people. Or not. But arenas <laughs> with people, yes. Completely full. Um. Did you happen to see any of the Paul and Mayweather fight last night? I did see the Paul and Mayweather fight. I did mostly what I've been doing with watching sports and wrestling and all this stuff now is looking at crowd reactions. And so, um, you know, we're talking, you talk about like now we have fans back in arenas and whatnot. We have fans back and wrestling. There you are. Uh, we have fans back in wrestling too, double or nothing, which I'm, unfortunately I just haven't gotten a chance to watch yet, which is crazy to come back and do a wrestling pod without it. But whatever, uh, I haven't gotten a chance to watch. I did watch right. some of, enough of it to get crowd reactions, and you know it is going to be awesome when WWE does have their first really massive wrestling crowd again. Because my God, does a good crowd add something? Like you look at the pandemic era of wrestling, where you had. Triple H and his weird antics with Michael Cole in the very first episode of SmackDown in Pandemic, and then dude, they the, no one knew anything that episode. Like that, oh, episode I thought that episode back, was awesome, terrifying. But like, yes, awesome but terrifying, right? Because right. you're going into that episode, like we have no idea what's going on. We have no right. idea what's happening next week. We have no idea what's happening next month, next hour. Like, and then you have this WWE almost. Saturday lives like let's comedy it up live yeah. we have nothing else we're willing to do right now so yeah the first EP was fine after that everybody including myself lost complete interest in whatever was on TV because you didn't have the reactions right yeah and, it, and it's nice we're getting to see that again like seeing you know Adam Page come in a double or nothing in this massive pop that he got Moxley and Kingston massive pops uh, and even like, you know, everybody was going crazy with Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks that are no longer in the playoffs. But they, you know, that crowd was crazy. And it's, you know, the pandemic era of sports and wrestling was was interesting. We got to see a lot of different innovation. We got to see how desperate these companies are to continue going forward. And that is either good or bad, I guess, depending on if you work in the industry or not. Um, thankfully, we didn't lose any athletes or wrestlers due to COVID, you know, like luckily Jordan, we did, did we? Oh yes, we did. Um, luckily there were not many issues due to COVID like we all thought would be. We'll say that long-term, very serious ones. 
other than one rest in peace. I, I'm just saying things could have been a lot worse, right? Like I really thought oh, end of the world, was, end of these sports were coming, that everybody was going to get sick and we're going to have people in the hospital left and right with these. And that didn't happen with the athletes. Thank goodness. Tony, let, let's speed up your conclusion for a second. Like, I mean, you're just very thankful. There wasn't a mass group of people that get very, very sick, ill or, or passed. And I totally get That's where what you're I, coming exactly, from. Exactly. Yes. Because there were times at tapings for WB where you would have 20 people test positive. This was not unheard of. This was right. common during the like, We didn't know what we were doing. And you have WWE who didn't shut down. You have the NBA who shut down for a little bit, right? And and to me, yeah. I think the NBA kind of figured it out the quickest. Like, let's bubble the shit out of this. Keep all, yeah. all the people who are not being tested. Keep this bubble going. Like, I think looking back on it now, they were the ones that kind of led that okay, here's the road we're taking. Um, it's yeah. the only one we can take right now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. very fortunate, though. You're looking at companies that had, whether you're an athlete, you're a performer, whatever you want to call yourself, between an AEW, WWE, or a normal locker room of a league team in any sport of 250 plus, and now you're like, now I get it. So where you're not you're not making it look like, hey, this was okay that one or two happened and three or four were serious, wherever it may be, right? But from a percentage standpoint, these leagues handled it better than most people did. Yeah, they did. I and it, like that's another thing too. You got to see how these these leagues did different things and how like, you know, yes, they wanted to make their money, of course, but also they still entertained us during the pandemic. And I think that no matter what side of it you were on with all of this, I think you have to commend these athletes for, yes, their priority was to go play a game while mo a lot of us in different states, not my state, in different states were locked down and couldn't do anything, um, but they still entertained us. So people like you in Michigan that were locked down this entire time, like you got to be grateful that WWE, AEW kept going on and, uh, w and you know, NBA and NFL and college sports, they all kept going on because God, what the hell would you do without Dude, before we fast stuff? forward till the post pandemic? I'll say this. Do you remember the weeks on TV where there was no live sport? Week yeah. after week after week. I think it was you literally month, could only watch the last dance was the best thing on TV for 10 weeks. That's literally Dude. all there was. And that in golf. So to translate that into wrestling, for example, you were the only live audience out there and you still couldn't pick up or capture. Also a concern of, okay, is that people don't want to see there's no crowd there or is that people don't want to watch you because you were the only dance in town? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw ratings for TV for everybody go down, though. I mean, NFL, NBA lost ratings. Um, we'll see with the NBA finals, like, you know, there's a chance that you could get massive ratings. If you get Clippers nets in the NBA finals, that will do ridiculously good ratings. Maybe it should no LeBron James or Steph Curry is an issue, but, uh, yeah, that is a nice little segue to move out to this. We're in post pandemic era now, and now you do have to reflect, right? These sports, they died yep. because I mean, they'll, they'll be sports will be fine, right? Like pro sports will be fine. College sports will be fine. They'll get their, they'll get their of money course. back. Um, they'll yep. get all their huge ratings. They didn't have bars open in most of the country during all these huge events like Super Dude, Bowl and look, stuff. Look, they'll look, be fine. Tone. 
they made more money on, on revenue for ads during the pandemic than they lost oh, in yeah. not having open live events. So yeah, the major ones will be fine. There's no doubt it, about it. You're absolutely but right. Res- wrestling is, is an interesting thing. Um, uh, Alex here says, I don't know what I would have done without the empty arena wrestling. I needed it the first three months. I did too. I mean, that's why I got back into wrestling. Dude. Of but to his point, Antonio and I just said, we didn't have anything else on TV. Nobody watched those shows. No. I mean, flat no. out. For any company, I'm not blaming one or another. I'm just saying, like, there was no, it's concerning that month. It, yeah. It's concerning. It's concerning that WWE and AEW couldn't capitalize on being the only shows in town. You're you're 100% right. Like, like why, how get, is it? You're not putting your best foot forward. I totally get that. Right. No, We're you want to save stuff to pop the crowds. Right. Totally. And like, I look at the AEW show from last week, the crowd was hot. Everything was going like, yes, you want that. But if you're the only non tape show in the barn for that whole week, it seemed like minus the news shows, I would have thought they would have gained a little bit more. I expected wrestling. I think I even said on Smart to Death before we started doing shooting the sports ish and now this craziness that was the last year of me trying to start start up quit, start up quit with the podcasting. Um, I think I said, Hey, I'm really excited for wrestling. Like, yeah, I'm worried if these people are gonna get sick, but I'm really excited because maybe wrestling can finally try to gain back some fans. And you know, I have a lot of friends that were bored with nothing to do. And you know what they did instead? They watched Netflix. They watched Netflix. They watched The Mandalorian all over again. You know, um, at one point we had uh, WandaVision come on. That was a huge thing. Disney Plus had had just finally launched. A lot of yep. people watched that. Yep. Hamilton came out. And there's all these things I can name. And I can yeah. really not name you a lot of stuff that happened in wrestling that was noteworthy, which is a problem. Uh, Tiger King, thanks, Alex. That's another one that came in. Uh, yeah, t- Tiger King was another yeah, huge King. Yeah. Huge thing, The Last Dance, which still the best thing I've watched in the last five years was that 10 episode The Last Dance Michael Jordan <laughs> documentary. That fucking thing is so you know, from, good. From, <laughs> so from personal experience, um, the indies had not a ton of anything between March and no. the end of June. Um, in particular, I came back around a show the middle beginning of July. Um, that's when wrestling fans started to come back like Hey, okay, the cases have calmed down, right? X, Y, and right. Z. And a lot of people took advantage of it, and good for them. Unfortunately, as we saw, we weren't done with anything. <laughs> and uh, welcome back to uh, Netflix, a.k.a. October, November, December. You know, my uh, I am uh, going to say something maybe outlandish. I actually think that indie wrestling is recovering better than anybody else. I think indie wrestling is recovering pretty damn nicely. Like my Twitter feed during like just going through and I follow 20,000 people when there's a GCW show or any, any independent wrestling show, I see more about that. And it could be because of how my timeline is curated. Of course, I see more about that than I do. I hardly ever see anything about raw, which raw has sucked for years, whatever. I see quite a bit during Dynamite, quite a bit during SmackDown, pay-per-views, of course. But people are talking about indie wrestling all day long. New Japan took the biggest hit during all this because, man, people are not talking about New Japan. Except Shingo is finally champ and beat Okada, and that should be good for them. Tony, I can't can't even agree with anything anymore. New Japan did take the biggest hit because they're still taking that hit. 
as far as Japan yep. goes right now. Yep. Um, New Japan had a situation where they wanted to combine titles, join titles, whatever. That title, had the I situation hate that with, title. We all hate that title. Everybody looking on goes, okay, you merge your two best titles to something we don't like. Okada hates the title, for crying out loud. Um, that being said, we put it on a guy who's not there right now. Um, he's at home. So now this title was one lost, lost, vacated. You're not doing yourself any more favors from already not having fans during the pandemic, losing a right. lot of steam. And now it's like, how do these people take something that you make sacred to your company, your title, look like almost a complete gimmick? Yeah. And you would think that they would be really hot coming off of the New Japan and, w and uh, an AEW merger. And then the rumors of New Japan WWE, which is apparently dead, but they, you know, there was still a lot of talk about New Japan. People, all these people want to partner with New Japan, but they're booking all of a sudden Gato is not booking all that well it's like almost like they're just gonna hand the old observer award for best booker of the year is just tony's for the next five years which is it that AEW is booked that well or is it just that nobody else books <laughs> books very well at all it's it's b AEW's booked well but not as i mean he shouldn't be booking better than gato but new japan is in a rough spot we should be passing out awards for c pluses is what you're saying I would give AEW like a B minus B most of the time. Some stuff is A. I think uh, so overall, I think we should be passing out B. awards for B minuses. That's what you're saying. I mean, you should have you should be the A booker. I mean, that's why Gato won for years and years because New Japan was an A minus at its worst years. Was yeah, an a yeah, yeah. An A booker. Here's an award. So what you're saying, and if I'm asking you, we're passing out participation trophies for B minus bookers right now. Passing out to the to, you're passing out to the best of the best. And if the the best of the worst, I suppose I'm gonna <laughs> just ignore that phrasing is what I'm gonna do. You do the best so, with what you got. <laughs> Look, yeah, um, I, yeah. We, we were gonna touch wrestling anyway, so let's move right into AEW because yeah. I have a lot of concerns for AEW. We have yeah, the, the numbers NBA weren't good playoffs. For yeah, yeah, number numbers aside, um, we have the NBA playoffs that pretty much took over. Uh, Warner Proper, Warner Media, yes. Which I don't think originally AEW planned to lose this many weeks. That being said, it's not important now. Whether they plan for it or not, they're preempted. It's going to be like six weeks in totality when it's all done. Yep. Yeah, they don't go back on until July. That is fucking brutal to a television yeah. show. Brutal. So you're going to move them to Fridays and Saturdays again. They can get a 450 on a Friday or Saturday, and I'm not going to look at it right or wrong because you drew fans on a Friday or Saturday in that awful time slot. Like a Friday or Saturday. I like that you. I like that you went to the rosy side of this because I did. if you can I still, did. if you can go close to 500,000 every I week agree. of this crap, that is a win because it is 10 p.m. Like I am you not watching AEW so Dynamite right. this month. I am not going to sit there and go poop on you. You did 450,000 fans. You had a crap time slot that got moved. Like, yep. I don't think that's a negative. The negative is the long term of, is it going to take you another eight weeks after you get back on your normal slot to build back from seven to nine hundred thousand yeah. fans? 
that's my concern. It's not now. I don't I don't care. I think yeah. they're doing enough online with their fans. I think right. they're doing enough interactively on the outside platforms to capture their entire audience. I think these ratings mean very little to me. Um, again, yeah. the concern, though, Rampage, same time slot. That's a huge concern right now. So, but is it though? Okay, so we got a couple of comments yes. in here. Thanks, guys, for joining. By the way, we got Claret and Big Blue Podcast, who have actually never seen our chat before. I haven't. Uh, thank you. He says fifty percent of ratings on a Friday night, ten PM is not bad. Could have been a hell of a lot worse. Agreed. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyone freaking out over those ratings is just being uh, being a mark. Uh, and the move to TBS can't happen fast enough. Also agreed. They got like at this point, it would be better to be on TNT because that more people tune into it. But at this point, what really matters is you need to be on your regular TV show because why does Raw never get below one point five million? Because they've ding, been there for ding, twenty ding, years. Ding. Hit the buzzer. I'm sure we have eighteen of them. The soundboard. That's not important. <laughs> one of the most important things you've ever said is right now. You have a fan-drawn interest. You have a fan-drawn brain-built-in mentality. Wrestling yes. is on Monday between 8 and 10.15. Now it's till 11.15 per se. But even the older fans is till 10.15. It's why the third hour right. still dies. I firmly believe this in my brain because that was their old brain. I think, yeah. To your point, though, we're losing 200,000 AEW fans every week by moving that show. From day right. to day to day. Right. Um, that's the concern. Yeah. The comments were absolutely correct. Like it's in people's brains, watch on this day. Right. Rampage is gonna be an issue because it is gonna be Friday the same time slot slot. That's gonna be tough. Um, when does that show kick off? Is it in the fall? Please tell me it's not the fall. It's not the fall, it's before the fall, it's late summer. I think it's the end of August. It's like NFL kickoff. So that I'm worried about that program. I mean, they, they, I'm guessing that they just want to get the viewership they're getting right now. I'm guessing that they would be happy with getting the viewership oh, they get right now because it's bonus. Oh, as John Morrison says on Raw, they would be moist if they were getting 500,000. Yeah, people. four or 500,000 your B it, show on a you got to remember Rampage is 10 to midnight. So here's the here, okay, this is what I worry about with that show and how long it's yeah. going to last. Yep. 10 to midnight on a Friday when it's starting means you basically have like two weeks without college football on without Pac-12 college football. Pac-12 college football is like your entire West Coast. Brother, you've got Big Ten and Mac already going on Friday nights. In August, early August? Yes. Yes, sir. Like the 28th really? on is usually when they start here. Yes. Let me look and see if I can find. Yeah, for, try, try to pull that. Surely all this stuff is there. They're, regardless, they're going up against college football. In college football, post-pandemic, full crowds. What is What are most casual fans going to do? Are you good? Yeah, I'm going to, like me, I, I very, very much like wrestling. 827 is the first college football game. What day right. of the week is that? That's a Thursday, that, the day before the, the, the uh, Rampage show. Oh, no, it's a Friday. You have not great ones there. You have UTEP, North New Mexico State, UConn, Fresno. Actually, that UConn Fresno game might be fine. Uh, San uh, San Jose State, but yeah, I mean, you're talking about going in. Regardless, at one point, you're going into a full football season, full fans, everything back to normal, non conference, every, week, every single week. With no and what break, is the no casual? Buy, what no is nothing. The, 
Right. What is the casual fan going to do? Are you going to watch wrestling 10 to midnight or are you going to go to bed so you can wake up in the morning and grill and drink beer with the boys? Hey, Tone, what's the non-casual fan going to do when they want to go to the bar that night, that night of the week with AEW's demo? I mean, that's what made that's what makes ROH hard. That's what makes ROH shows really hard to watch. It was whenever I was covering ROH is like it's what made ROH shows hard to go to. When you ran yeah. 7 p.m. until 1 a.m. I see, and I wouldn't mind going to like going to a wrestling show on a Friday is fine because I can do the things anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is that uh, Claret and Big Blue podcast say it's more late September, early October that AEW needs to worry about Rampage. No way, AEW hardcore base missing the debut episode. Agreed, agreed. Um, you basically uh, like I was going to get to that point at some point, but you got us to it. Thank you. That I like when that happens in the chat. What is your good. base? Claire, what's the base? Is the base 440? Because that's what they just got this week. So is your base 440? Well, we don't know. Watching the show? Or I'm asking, is the expectation that the 440 is going to grow with about 25% per se of the audience? Let's go to 600 for that opening episode? Because my I'm going to say this. Are you saying the base for Rampage or the base for AEW's product, period? No, 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 no. Just the base for Rampage in that 10 to midnight slot tone. Not the base for AEW. You know me. Uh, that base can grow dramatically. From that 10 to midnight time slot on a Friday, if they right. just did 440, what, what's your base? Uh... I don't know, but uh, Conrad, I think, is right. Rampage is going to move once it goes to TBS in 2022, probably. I I think their base will stick between four and 500,000. I'm looking at the Friday games that they have to go up against. Okay, so first week is nobody. doesn't matter. In September, but, but they deal with... These are just the additions to college football. Because then we're going to start the NBA. Then we're going to start the NHL. And NBA, NBA, well, not the NFL. NBA, I, I, NBA regular season is not going to hurt them on Friday night. What will hurt them is Michigan sweet, State sweet, versus like, Northwest. What is going to hurt them is having Michigan State to go against at 8 p.m. No, and that not. game will go. <laughs> no, it's Michigan. Not. People tune in for Michigan State. No, you don't, don't. want to say that. Uh, no, it's there's a giant bandwagon. They lost a lot of people along the way. And it's not very heavy anymore. So those ratings should be that high. The week after that, they won't they'll be fine. Week two of college football. Let's just look at let's look at this whole thing. There's nobody. I'm not even gonna name you. The week three, oh, Big Ten is going to hurt them. You were right. Big Ten's on Friday nights. Yeah. Big Ten's a lot of big late ten on games, Friday right? nights. Uh yeah. yep. I mean, you're getting Michigan State. That's a big Maryland, Illinois. Probably won't do crazy ratings. That's still a game they have to go against, though. That could be a problem. You'll get one Ohio State, one Michigan game per the contract. I don't know where they are. I'm sure they're both awful games, but they're probably out there somewhere. I hope. I wish it was against each other. That'd be hilarious. If it was against each other, Rampage should just cancel it that. It will week. never be against each other. It will always be at three at noon on a <laughs> I Sunday, know, I know, I know. three p.m. Pacific time. Michigan will oh, lose sixty-eight of the time, and that's the time. Pac-12 and MAC pick up in uh, late October. You were right, uh, uh, Big Blue. Yeah, that's week seven, mid-October yep. on is going to be the yep. problem. Once Pac, because I'll, I'll tell you what, is it better? Sports better? Pac-12 is tons of fun to bet. So tons is the MAC though. For those listening somewhere in the, in the Midwest, the MAC is so fun because you're going to get those odd props. You're like, 
over 310. It's like, well, he threw for 400 yards last three weeks. Let's go. Like, so fun. Rob, Rob jumped in for two seconds to say Vince is in fucking get me to live crowds, pal. Let's talk about WWE because I'll be honest. I tune into WWE once in a while and I can't, it's hard for me to watch Smack. I don't watch SmackDown because I just don't. I go to bed early on Fridays. It's actually past my bedtime right now. I go to bed early on Fridays because I have a one-year-old who can do shit now. So I wake up at 6 a.m. the next day and we do shit. Before we get deep into this wrestling talk, I need anyone listening to explain to Tony the best thing he's missed during the pandemic era, which has been Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns, period. Roman Reigns 2, Roman Reigns 3 through 15, Roman Reigns 16 through 38. As everyone uh-huh. as everyone on the Twitter sphere is turning against it because it doesn't seem like the angle is going anywhere. Dude. But his character is awesome. I, I don't, do enjoy his character. What do you mean they don't see the angle going anywhere? He's going to... Let me let me explain to the Twitter sphere where this is going. You, 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 I don't... Nope, nope. Not going there. He's going to beat Ray, and then he's going to beat John Cena, and then we're going to have a draft. And then Brock's going to show up. And then all of a sudden, we're going to get this glorious thing of you think you're getting Roman and Brock, and you're not because you're getting Roman Rock next year. This is not hard to follow at all. So, so okay, hold on. Check it out. Roman versus Ray. Don't care. Roman beating John Cena. Okay. Ooh, fine, he already fine did for that. You, you don't care. Roman versus Brock. Fun. Man. No, Roman versus Rock. No, I hang on. Hang on. Tone, 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 tone. Roman Cena. Roman is a heel. Cena is a face. You've seen it before when both of them were faces. This right. is not going to be like this. Give me Hollywood John Cena and Roman ripping him every promo. You don't belong here. X, Y, and Z. And Cena giving it all he has in that match. With the caveat of this that nobody has realized yet, if Cena wins that match, he breaks the record for championships. Yes, so there's intrigue built in there. Let me also tell you what you just described. You can swerve the shit out of people here. You can give the title to Cena, have him lose at Survivor Series, and Roman still go on the same plan, except for fans are peeing themselves going, oh, I didn't see that coming. Let me tell you what you also just described to me. Would you like to know what you described to me in that storyline with Cena and Roman? About 2017. Cena Rock. Yeah, it's the same story. Yeah, that's but next. again, it, yeah, again, it's, if you, if you, it's the same thing, and it's not. If you get the thing is though, if you get mad, but I'm I'm gonna like make myself sound like an asshole for this because, but if you get mad at wrestling for being too like easy to predict, then you just don't watch wrestling because it's not like there's that many storyline options, right? Like, how many that different versions of to predict? That was logic. Like, this is the struggle. Mm-hmm. I think it's something you love near wrestling. I don't need to understand everything, sure. but I have to understand at least I, I know the angle is going this way because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then they pay it off to where it makes you feel a little smart. And then the swerve is like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Right? Yeah. It's all psychological. What I think WWE is a crap job of, to your point right now, is there's not a balance at all. No. Well, and like I, Rob came in and said, Vince is in, fuck it, let's get to live crowds. Um, 
uh, live crowds mode. I'm sorry, I've seen Claire in the Big Blue podcast. SummerSlam, Cena versus Reigns, once in a lifetime. Please forget the other times. Yes, that'll be exactly what it is. The match will be good, and they could do a double turn. It would be a lot of fun to do a double turn there. Turn Cena heel, that would be a lot of fun. But regardless, can you blame Vince for being in fuck it? Let's get to like he. They just announced that they're going to do a uh, really, in my opinion, idiotic decision to have a. Uh, pay-per-view in Las Vegas on the 21st, the same night that Manny Pacquiao is boxing. Um, but they clearly want to get to that. That is WWE at this point is like, we have two months until this show. Let's just fucking get there. Like at this point, if it, See, if the, if everything is yep. terrible, it's terrible. Yep. We have 1.5 million yep. people that are going to turn into tune in on Monday. We have 1.8 million tuning in on Friday. Tony, and I have called and NXT this thing a doesn't holding matter. pattern now. I've called WB a holding pattern for the last eight weeks. They don't give a shit. It's like, here's no. where the story's going to go, but we're not going to get there yet. We're going to wait until we get a goddamn crowd because they know. No, they're, they're not going to do anything. They're watching. Point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're watching AEW to make sure there's no yep. crazy COVID outbreaks from it so they can make sure they can see how many safety precautions to do or how little. And they're also yep. going to get to go when it doesn't. August 21st is when they're going to do their first big show. If they get 70,000, it's 70,000 2019 style crowd at that point. Like it's not going to be. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it, it, we're talking ass the elbows, right, Tone? Uh, yeah, for sure. And also, uh, I know you're not wrong, Big Blue. It, wrong or weird to think that if they promote first Raw with a full crowd, it'll pop their biggest rating for a long time. They'll go over 2 million for that one, I think. Oh, I, I think 2 million is fine. I think for a lot of us, we look back in those old Legends Raws, and they were doing three fives, fours, and it's like yes. now they can barely get over a two. But I to the just bring Stone the Cold, point, just bring Stone Cold for that first one. No, back but to celebrate. One of the message though, that crowd means so much more. Like I, my yeah, son does. doesn't watch wrestling right now because there's not crowds, and it's not because he's looking at like this is super boring. He just, it reminds him of COVID over and over and over again. Yep. There's people out there that look at things like this. And if you can't take your mind out of reality, how can you put it into wrestling? Cause that's the whole point of wrestling. Take your mind out of reality for a moment and put it yep. in the ring. Well, they yep. don't go hand in hand. I'll spin it. I'll spin it a, a, in a, a relatable way based on my job. One of the most difficult things about being a teacher during the pandemic is, yes, I'm in a state where I got to teach my kids in person. That was awesome. Uh, was I scared? Duh. Uh, but did you get over it eventually? You had to because I had to. Right. I mean, I had no choice. Yeah. But I did go into work. And I told you this before. I go into work every day. I have a face mask on. They have a face mask on. I have to wipe down the tables every day. Everybody has to sanitize. We can't sit close to each other. And it is. Yep exhausting to be reminded and we should have been reminded we're in a pandemic every day. I'm not saying we shouldn't have, but yes, I was constantly reminded I was in a pandemic and you're right. If you're watching these shows, especially if you're a younger kid, COVID's the scariest thing you've ever dealt with. He doesn't have the trauma that people that are our age dealt with of watching the twin towers come down or Columbine or all this other, we're already fucked up. So like COVID oh, we're fucked oh, up, yeah. and that, just, that was just like, throw it on the stack of other things that fucked the us 82 up. We're, is we're an honor done. done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're nice and traumatized from life, but for young kids, totally like you're watching an empty arena and it's like, dad, I thought COVID was, I thought COVID was getting better. Why are there no people? Right. The fans? They don't understand. It's hard to watch. Right. Yeah, and I especially mean, if you go and you watch AEW, and it's like, 
ass to elbows, as you said. <laughs> yep. It's but let's jarring. let's go back to Slam for a second, right? So we talked about so they're going against the Canelo fight in Las Vegas on August twenty fifth. Canelo or Canelo's Pacquiao? Going, are they both on the card? Uh, I'm sorry, it's Pacquiao. I apologize. I, I was like, Canelo is a much, Canelo is a bigger problem. I love the fact that I researched for you and then I blew it, but it's not matter. Uh, <laughs> so Pacquiao is going on. That fight is not supposed to take place until after. 12 Pacific Standard Time. We're talking a 2 a.m. fight Eastern Standard. Uh-huh. WWE's built this show to where they're going to have a less than a three-and-a-half-hour show for SummerSlam on that Saturday. They're accommodating fans to get to this fight. To everyone on the outside looking in, yes, they're scared shitless. They would have preferred not to go anywhere near this fight at all. Yeah, it's, Tony. Here's a, my question to you. Before we just did an eleven and a half hour WrestleMania in two nights. Oh. Okay. Yep, I was there both, both nights. That was me. Uh, we'll get to you in one second. What I'm asking you is: now we're going to Vegas. You're telling me W is spending all this money to go to Vegas. Let me get you some Tyson Fury. I'm gonna bring in some Brock, some Cena. Blah blah blah. You're telling me in your mind, from a logistical standpoint, it doesn't make any sense just to run Sunday as well? Because I'm beginning to think they're trying to figure out how many tickets will sell for Saturday. And if they do great, we're, we're running Sunday too. Because yeah. why not? That's um, my question about SummerSlam. Like, there's so many what-ups for me. Why on a Saturday? Why early? Why does the, why does the promo material say pay-per-view only? Like, it's baffling to me. That's August 21st? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, they should run that Sunday. There's no NFL. No, no. Raiders aren't nothing. there until two weeks prior on the Thursday. Right, exactly. 11 days after. And, and there's no, was there baseball maybe? Baseball playoffs? 821, probably baseball playoffs? No, not yet. No, it'll be regular season oh. baseball still. Now you yeah. got to run it. You got to run Sunday. So run back to bat. If you're covering... But it's the only thing that made sense to me. It's not a suggestion. It's like, okay, why did X, Y, and Z happen? Where are we? And I'm like, did I see pay-per-view here? Are you giving one show to the cock and one show on pay-per-view? <laughs> one to the cock. I hate that. I hate the way you said that. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, Connor says if they're scared to death of the fight, then why wouldn't they do SummerSlam on the Sunday after the Manny fight? Because they're going to run back-to-back he nights. I think you're totally right. Um, can I can I elaborate? Go for the it. stadium wanted their night one Saturday. They thought ticket sales would be increased per Saturday based on travel coming into the city and out. And you have to remember right now, Las Vegas is desperate for attractions, so they're not charging right. a lot of money for rentals. That makes sense. And they're trying to stack up entertainment so that their city is just like they're trying 100%. to get that nice uh, the HGH shot there to uh, Vegas. That's what it is. It's some HGH. Uh, Big Blue Podcast says, you know that Stone Cold is going to stun some dude wearing an I'm COVID-19 shirt in the opening segment of the... It's going to be... Oh my God, they are going to do... It's going to be a shirt that says... It's just going to be a picture of the virus and and someone wearing a mask. That's what he's going to do. He's going to crack beers and then he's going to clean it up with a COVID mask. That's what he's going to do. Because Vince is tone deaf. 
I could totally see this happening. Maybe not no, on the mask Mania, thing, but on a Raw for sure. The mask thing probably won't happen. Definitely someone with a COVID shirt's getting getting Stone Cold stunnered. Would, would, would it be like the COVID 320 shirt, per se, and then Austin just killing him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, gross. Uh, Connor <laughs> says he's not paying $60 for a WWE show. Um, no, I wouldn't either. Well, I mean, here's the way I'd look at it. I don't think you'd pay $60 for a WWE show. I think if they ran Saturday, Sunday, it'd be about $29.99. I think they want to just test the waters. If they're going to actually do a pay-per-view, mark my words, it will not be even one, two-thirds of the price AEW, okay? I think, in my opinion, it'll be half. Because they want to test the waters. Can we make any more money on top of X, Y, and Z? Yeah, can we run pay-per-view and cock? Exactly. You have to remember, they still have to deliver the cock on the SummerSlam weekend to NBC. You're just going to say that as many ways as you can, aren't you? (laughs) You're a fucking child. Uh, He says, I honestly don't think the Venn diagram of those that can afford to go to the boxing fight and those going to SummerSlam connects that much. That's probably true. That is probably, yeah. The people that can so, go to that boxing so, fight are going to go to boxing and not wrestling. People that, that can go to wrestling, go to wrestling because it'll be cheaper. That is that is a really totally, good point. Totally, totally agree. That said, with the amount of tickets Vegas has been giving away, you're going to get multiverse fans, meaning you're going to get comps for both. You're going to get that same person yeah, going to comp sure. for the boxing show going to SummerSlam early because it's an event. They're going to leave right. early. Sure. I agree to your point exactly. And then they're going to ship boxing show also not paid though. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. As we chat sports and wrestling, let me throw this bad boy back up on the old. So while Tony's tossing this bad boy back out there, let's make a shout out. Oh God. I do not. The official sponsor of shooting the sports ish. Hey, if you're it'll help you throw your home, bad boy back out. If you're anywhere at home and you need to get yourself a six-pack, you're like, hey, I don't feel like moving. We've got some great pro wrestling pandemic era on. I've got some WWE from 2020, April on my TV. I need beer for this. Then hit up Drizzly. They will deliver directly to you. Do you need to restock your alcohol, but you just really don't want to get off the couch? Drizzly has you covered with beer, wine, and liquor delivered directly to your doorstep. Head over to drizzly.sjv.io slash STI, where you can shop a massive selection of beer, wine, and liquor. You can compare prices in your local area, and you can choose immediate delivery, which will have the alcohol delivered to your doorstep in just 60 minutes. Drizzly serving 180 markets, and they're just getting started. That is a really nice ad there by old uh, by Cam. Alcohol to your door in sixty seconds, like we're just oh my goodness! You know what they're doing? They're making every Michigan football fan appreciative of their company right now because they all That's, need it. Yeah, we'll that forward. URL just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's something, isn't it? When we get those little bumps, let's talk about some <laughs> sports, guys, because we uh, Tom and I were doing some late night stuff. My my plan is to get back into doing some sports betting. I'm like getting into the role, the like the flow of things. I also found out that I have sleep apnea, which was I'm so tired. So I got a little Bane mask. Oh, he's rocking that? the Richard Hamilton slash Bane mask exclusive. They can only it's, find it's it. Shooting sports ish dot com slash <laughs> Tony's mask. 
<laughs> no, you can't. Uh, anyway, hopefully I can start like being able to go to sleep at 11 or 12 o'clock at night again because that's when I prefer to go to bed. But anyway, uh, let's talk some sports. Let's talk about a huge deal in sports here. Julio Jones was traded oh, to wait. the Tennessee Titans. So my Texans, my Texans, right? They uh, are going to be terrible. Deshaun Watson is a creep. Uh, that all happened since I took a hiatus. And or he's alleged. not a creep. He's an alleged creep, but he probably alleged. is a creep. Alleged. And he won't be. He won't be a Texan one way or another. Agreed. Uh, somebody says you shouldn't take uh, betting advice from people that said Bucks in five. Uh, yeah, no, God, no, you shouldn't. Anybody that thought the Bucks were beating the Nets, Who knowing the that Giannis is a that? people that don't realize that Giannis is gonna just suck in round two because that's what he does. Anyway, um, who Julio took an eight and four? By the way, because congratulations to you, you are rich. But we'll we'll talk about hockey in a minute. Sorry. Yeah, we'll get to hockey in a second. So anyway, Julio's move that is a huge shift. You now have King Henry, Ryan Tannehill. AJ, why can't I remember his last name? Brown. AJ Brown in Hollywood. Jones. Nope, nope, wrong one. Hollywood Brown is in Baltimore. AJ Brown is honestly probably a better, better receiver. Better Brown. <laughs> he that's that team is super stacked. It's a huge move. If Julio can stay healthy, then the Titans have a real chance to to if really make a run to the Super Bowl. Tannehill, how happy are you? Like, were you just sitting on your couch going? Mm, Julio Jones is coming over. Like you, you've Ryan has led the life. Am I correct? Like you've got Derrick Henry in your backfield. You have Julio yep. here. You had your offense from before. You have a de- very decent, if not great, line. Like, ooh, yeah. Gus Johnson's the greatest announcer of all time. Can't change my mind, says Connor. I agree with that. I love me some Gus Johnson. Uh, yeah, Julio Jones, it's a huge trade. The, uh, You know, it's hard to talk too much NFL. There's really not much more we could say on it, but a huge deal. Can Ryan I ask Tannehill you a question on Julio, though? Go for it. It goes with Can my stay healthy? Aaron Rodgers comments. No, not, not going that way up. Was the Julio getting not a first rounder, but a, a two, a four, a seven, whatever it was, right? Was that the out for Mr. Rogers in Green Bay? Did he finally say, you didn't even make an offer? You couldn't have given them a two and a three? Like, you didn't even call? Well, he doesn't he need receiver help, camp. really. Like, is he done there? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think Rogers is done in, in Green Bay. I mean, he... No, I'm just... He asked for it. Yes. Is is this the out? Is this his like? Hey, look, you guys didn't. I don't think that he's gonna get mad that they didn't get a beat up Julio Jones. But if you're just trying to find a reason to get traded, I mean, it's not a bad thing to add to the deck. That's where he's at. It's just load your gun. This was one more. What I was asking was, was this the final with him? He's not gonna show up to camp tomorrow. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday. And mm-hmm. are Has they gonna he left find him? Has Rogers left Hawaii? I was in Hawaii think for so, like, but I don't know. Yes, he's been I, there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He was in Hawaii for like a month. What a what a goon! Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Am just, I am I a bad sports fan? Because that I don't I don't like Aaron Rodgers. He just I just don't like him. I I've never cared for Mr. Rodgers, but I'm well, you're also a Lions fan. A you don't like Lions. anything. No, I also a a a Lions locational victim 
Did I? Some other people called them Lions fans. I called them. I'm sorry, you were born in Detroit. Did I tell you by the way the dude that fitted me for my CPAP is a is from Detroit, and like his brother went to Michigan State. He went to Michigan. It's bizarre. So I'm talking to him while he's fitting me. How old me uh, he's probably around our age, somewhere like mid thirties, maybe forties. Okay, like so at least saw new Detroit. Thank God. So I have my like mask on, and I'm talking to him like, but I'm talking to him, and then I was like, "Oh my God, are you willingly a Detroit sports fan?" Because he's telling me he's a Pistons fan. I said, yeah. "Why?" <laughs> I just, I just straight up said, "Why?" Like you, you kept being a fan after Rip Hamilton and. And Ben Wallace and, and Sheed left, and he said... You know uh, why? And we hold why? your point. It's like Big playing that Bob. slot machine. So, so you want you want on the first Bad Boys team, right? You want back-to-back. Then you're you like, back putting, to back in, with- putting it in, putting it in. You're like, oh, shit! Okay, 15 more years later, I got X, Y, and Z. Oh, they're going <laughs> again. And you put it in again, it's like, ker-plunk. I was, I, was pulling, <laughs> I was pulling up the odds here uh, from a book for NFL futures, by the way. It doesn't look yeah. like anyone yeah. has taken the trade for Julio very seriously. The Titans are plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're like middle of the pack as far as favorites. Um, plus 2,500 is pretty bad, actually. I don't know that I hate that as a flyer for like. Okay. Um, you, said, you said flyer was bullshitting. What, is there anyone you like? Long shot odds You're right now. You're not suggesting anyone betting on this per se, but is there only no, 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 like? no, no, no. Uh, I like the Titans at plus twenty five hundred. Actually, that's something that I would put a future on for five bucks. You put five bucks, win one twenty five. That ain't bad. I like. I actually really like the Titans to win the AFC at plus twelve hundred. You know who else is kind of interesting to maybe touch because of some moves they made. The Cleveland Browns plus sixteen hundred to win the Super Bowl, plus eight fifty to win the AFC. Okay, don't hate it. Hey, Ori, I, what, we're gonna get back what, to wrestling in a second. Yeah, we are. What are my odds for the Cardinals and the uh, Tampa Bay Stop. Bucks NFC Final? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have that on this book. What are have, the odds of the Cardinals going to the NFC Championship game? Let's see. Cardinals NFC Championship game. Doesn't tell me that either. It's still, you know, okay. it's so early. Sounds great. Them to, the NFC, they don't even have NFC up, do they? The hell? Hold on. Maybe I Oh, NFC champion Arizona Cardinals uh, plus 1,800. I would not put money on that. I like it so much. You're dumb. <laughs> the Bucks, the Bucks are plus three hundred. The Bucks to repeat to win the Super Bowl is plus six hundred. Actually, that's the plus six hundred for the Bucks is like it's not enough for me. I don't to think that's a great bet. I, I don't, don't think, think it it's is a either. great bet. Like I, I, I'm not denying the bet, right? But like, if you're gonna do back to back on a site like that, it's like plus a grand sounds good. Get people interested, like. Let's hit some NBA playoffs real quick. I'll let you take over in NHL and neither of us are qualified to talk about baseball, really. Um, and then we'll get back into <laughs> no. talking about uh, a big signing on on uh, AEW and then we'll get out of here. Uh, right now, we have the Suns up by 13 against the Denver Nuggets at home. Chris Paul is injured. Who do you have winning that series? How many games? 
So I thought Denver would be able to give them enough defense that would stop them. It doesn't look like that after game one. No, Jamal I will Murray's take this. Yeah, I will take the Suns in five. I'm going to go Suns in six. I think the okay, Suns. Have a, I think the Suns are one of the only teams that's left. If Chris Paul can get healthy, I think the Suns are one of the only teams that can actually give the Nets a fight. Um, just to be honest. Okay, uh, Hawks are up one zero against the Sixers. Um, Joel Embiid was injured, so that could be a problem. He's played the other day, but they didn't play well. Trey Young is playing out of his damn mind. Um, he yes, he, is. he is very, very good in the playoffs, and he likes being a villain. I, I, I'm going to go Hawks in six. I still got to roll the Sixers. My concern okay. here is I don't know how much it's going to take out of them. Um, and I the mean Sixers, that long-term yeah. and short-term. If they get through this series, what is it going to take out of them? And then when they walk in the next series, to play the Nets. what do they have left? Exactly. Um, the Nets are walking. That's, the Nets are, the Nets are walking to the finals. That, but, but, Tom, that's more of the concern to what your point is. It's like, dude, whoever survives this, it's like, dude, you're going to be yes. beat the hell up. like, And dealing with the Nets. Would you agree that you don't think the series goes under six games? Which one? The, the Sun the, series the, that we just talked about. The Sun. No, we'll you're talking about the, the 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 Hawks no, no, series. To, Hawks Sixers. I'll go to the Hawk ones in a second. Yeah. Oh, the, the Sun, Sun series. Sun, no, Sun I don't Nuggets, think. I don't yeah. think Suns Nuggets. I don't think goes less than six. I think and that Hawks Sixers will won't go less than six. Okay. So Bucks right. Bucks Nets is over in four. The buck the it, at five really? at the most. I think I think the the Bucks got blown out by forty today. The Nets are going to win four easy, even without it. James Harden. I get it, but like, I just, it's They're hard sleeping. for me looking backwards to my memory as a fan of basketball and especially the late finals. And I look at the yep. LA team from 04, 05 for the Pistons. And it's like, you okay, you had the team X, Y, and Z. You did what you needed to do. And then you walked into a chainsaw. For the Nets, you're hurt now. I'm not saying there's a chainsaw there, but you're saying for them to like sweep and walk through. I don't know if I know that. Am I they wrong? Won to tonight think by, that? I know, I know they yes. did. I know they killed they, them. They won tonight by 40 with James Harden on the bench. They are fine. So you think there's zero chance of Ruskies no, of those the Bucks, Bucks have, winning a game? No, the Bucks never had a chance before the series. Wow, that's uh, such Bert a Mac- separation as far as win percentage. Bert Macklin says season. that the Suns-Denver game is going series. Uh, this, this series is going to go seven, maybe. Clippers-Jazz. The Clippers just came back from two down 2-0 to... Oh, fuck, I'm mad at that game, that series. Uh, they beat the Mavs, <laughs> even though Luka now aver- has the like averages the most points ever in the playoffs, uh, even over his Aaroness Michael Jordan. Sure does. God, our roster sucks. He sure um, does. Anyway, Somebody I don't a picture think... names this beautiful, beautiful strip mall. It's a Walmart in the middle. Maybe this beautiful men's store, this high-end Rolex store, this great restaurant. All of a sudden, Luca became Walmart. Luca didn't become Walmart. He was he had 46 yesterday in his fault. No, no, the anyway. point was that 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 you have one person and everything surrounding you is nothing. Mm. Ah, I see. 
Uh, anyway, the Clippers are going to lose in six to the Jazz. I'm just going six on everything. I don't. Th- I think the Jazz is really good. I think people are overlooking it. I think we're going to get Utah and Phoenix in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. And I think that uh, I actually think Phoenix will make it to the finals if Chris Paul can get healthy. I think Utah's really good. I really I'm like go, I've watched a lot uh, of Utah and Phoenix. I'll go Jazz in five. And for people that will say I want to take him at four, I'm not going to argue at this point. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, like, I, like. A, I think that's a really, really good all-around basketball team. And yeah. for me to say that, it's without superstars involved. It's just the team effort. And yes. right now, during this era of, unfortunately, COVID, like we've talked about the whole show, it's not mm. been a normal season. It's been a totality no. season. How can you survive? And right. I think right now with the Jazz fundamentally sound in all those aspects, it plays very well. We have uh, hitting over to hockey. I don't know much about it, but tomorrow night uh, you have Tampa Bay Lightning up 3-1 going into Carolina with an opportunity to move on. Do they win tomorrow? So Tone's not in the hockey. Totally cool. We have the Islanders throttling Boston. And it's so fun to mm. watch. Anytime you can see a Boston team just get bent over and spanked, how do you disagree with that? It's not a good idea. So the <laughs> Islanders have gone in. They've beaten Boston. They've beaten him at home twice now. They're going to close out that series in a couple days, but that's all right. That'll be game six of the Eastern. Uh, the Canadians have already swept yeah. the Jets, which is quite embarrassing knowing the fact that Jets were – Odds on a fair for to at least make the finals, but here it is. All right, we, we've got Tampa Bay 2-1. It should be 3-0. Tampa had a really bad game. They played like trash. I expect them to win again. And abs in Vegas is the series that I apparently I'm reading wrong. I thought the abs would win five at the latest six. It's 2-2 now. Abs handled their business, and so did Vegas. Um, no team has won a game on the other team's home ice. And that's what kind of what we're looking into. Um, NHL ratings and viewership have been up, despite the ratings on CNBC and MSNBC being down for non-news-related programs. Um, again, you're on those channels, so who cares, really? Let's right. Be yeah. Um, I should watch some playoff hockey, but I probably won't watch the Stanley Cup, to be honest. Then I'll watch it and bet it. <laughs> so, with no idea what I'm doing. To me, I, again, I'm, I'm from Detroit. People know that listening, I hope, at this point. Um, we always hated the abs, that rivalry is great, but there was a respect factor. And there's a respect factor for Tampa because that's where Iserman left Detroit, built a franchise for, and then moved on. Uh, for me, I, I want a Lightning Abs final. I just want really good hockey. I think it'd be so cool. You had this team where Steve Eisman built from Detroit for the most part versus Abs team that no one was on, but it's still your rival. And then again, they're so good. That Abs team built the right way. Mm. Um. Nice. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens with it. The Suns just went on a 16-0 run, by the way, and this really? no run. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, let's talk about uh, the. We'll get back into wrestling, then we'll get out of here. We have a big, big signing. Holy I think it's a big shit. signing. 
Yeah, they're whooping that ass. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh yeah, they're whooping that ass. Uh Andrade El Idolo signed with uh AEW. Uh and there were some rumors going around. You and I talked about this on the phone earlier today. There were there was a rumor going around that he has limited creative freedom. I think Andrade is a big deal that was inevitable. Like it, I think it was inevitable that he was going to sign with AEW because it I mean it just makes the most sense. He can work New Japan. Uh, they'll let him work Mexico. They won't care if he works Mexico. He he'll have the most freedom and he'll make the most money. And he wants to be a star in a big company. Um, sure. This is one of the only only wrestlers that's been in a match that Dave Meltzer gave a five star to, and that's a WWE product. And uh, Andrade is a fantastic worker. There is potential he can be their first star that does not just speak English. Will um, AEW actually book a Mexican wrestler as well as we've seen Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio booked in the E? I think they can. Um, I, I have a lot of concerns here. Um, I don't blame a, a worker or a company or X, Y, and Z. My questioning is you had a fellow whose wife, who he loves to peace, is still with the other company. Sure. You have a company who didn't understand who he was, so he wanted right. control. Um, and I don't look at that control part, by the way, and people look at it as a negative. It's like, he just wanted reassurances, whereas we have a lot of people there that want reassurances. He just wanted to make sure if he went there, he wasn't going to be doing a, a under two people who shouldn't have been doing it at the time, I guess the best way to say it. Um, and I don't... I don't apologize for that. I think it's in the right, but that's where it came from. I don't yeah. know how long term it is. This is my next question. And that first appearance, let's face it, I don't think Vicky did him any favors from a um, sound standpoint, I guess, because I love her as a manager, right? But I don't yeah. think that the enunciation to get him over when it should have happened was there. Sure. And my next concern is our AEW fans to the point of how many more XWE guys can we get? No, I think it depends on the guy, right? I think with someone like Andrade, I don't think anyone's going to care about that. It's when you have I would like agree. people... People lose their mind about Big Show, lost their mind about Big Show, thinking he was going to wrestle. Big Show ain't never going to wrestle. Mark Henry, people did that. Mark Henry's never going to wrestle. Um, I, I think it depends Ooh, on the ex. I don't know. I it, Mark Henry probably could wrestle, and he lost a shit ton of weight, so he certainly looks like he would want to. He would want to wrestle exactly. Um, yep. So he's someone that I think will not go over well if he wrestles. However, someone like an Andrade. Um, will be fine if if slash when they end up with the iconics because I think they're going to end up with them. People will be fine with Billy Kay and Peyton or Cassie and I can't remember what what Billy Kay's um name is. They'll be fine with them because they weren't used very well. I think it depends on where they were booked at WWE. Like, there's a difference between a guy like Moxley who was a top five star in that company when he left and. Uh, like coming over to WWE, he was clearly disgruntled. He was got treated like crap as he walked out the door because they knew he was leaving. And someone sure. like, let's say John Cena was free tomorrow and they all of a sudden sign him. People would not like John Cena going over there. So my question to you, with the most recent releases, yes. would you put Braun Strowman in that company? 
I, as someone that doesn't care, I think Braun Strowman signing with AEW would go very poorly. I think that that would go very, very poorly for their fan base. And not even because of how, I think if he hadn't said the dumb shit he said last summer about indie wrestlers, because that's why I don't care for Braun. I will never, ever, ever like that man after saying, boo-hoo, indie wrestlers, get a job. I got a job. Uh, he also said if he he won't ever lace his boots up again for anyone else but WWE. He was so brash and arrogant that he was set for life in WWE, which sure. proves he doesn't understand the wrestling business despite working in it. That's I, the toughest part. It proves but, that Vince has always been all ears. Whether we want to admit he's senile or dumb or stupid, he hears this shit. Sure. And when he hears it, he's like, okay. This guy's worth nothing, then. Let's let him lose. Let's see what he can make, and then that's what he's worth. Yeah, I I think that he would not go over well. Uh, Blue Big Blue Podcast says Tommy N and Ruby Riot of the recent group would go over well. They would. Ruby Riot Agreed. would go over very well. Agreed. Tommy N would go over. But they fit into the category of guys like the Iconics that were not booked well, like, uh, like no, Anantrati no, that were not booked well. To me, I think Ruby Riot whether her name was you want to call her nowadays or whatever. I, I think Ruby, yeah, Javi Lovelace. I, I think Ruby is one of the people in this group that is so underutilized because I think she's great. And I think from an AEW perspective or even a ring of honor, you could improve your women's division so quickly with a signing yes. or a person like this. And I think yep. too many people look at the Tommy N factor. Okay. Oh, no one's looking He's at how big going of a deal Ruby to Riot be now. tremendous. We all know this. Okay. Whoever puts him over is going to put him over. And then if it works after six months, it does or doesn't. But for the first six, it'll be tremendous. Um, but from the Ruby standpoint, it's like I see her as the star of this group who's just been lost between all these people. I am glad you said that. I actually think that Ruby uh, also, I think uh, Heidi Lovelace, I think she has the most potential yes. out of all of them. Because one, yes. nobody really knows unless you watched her work in uh, NXT or before uh, before she signed with WWE. She's, yeah. a, she's a damn, damn good worker. Damn yeah, good worker. absolutely. So people don't realize that. Also, she would work really well with like right now, Britt is on top of the, the division AEW. Talk about someone that could really get Heidi Lovelace over. Britt can definitely get anybody over. Sheeta gets people over like crazy. Like they, this is like their third or fourth person that they need to like, they don't have a good top of the card. To me, it's so easy. Britt is your heel, right? Yep. She is supposed to come across as a quote unquote bitch. Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. Entitled. Yes. Exactly entitled. So you bring in Heidi, you bring in Ruby. Okay, she's getting some wins, whatever. Brick gets pissed off. Why is the camera on her? She doesn't look like me. She's not me. She's an outcast. She was fired from WWE. Blah blah blah. Obviously, you won't say WWE, but all I'm saying is, like, to me, from the outside in, that's one storyline that'll pay her entire contract. Yeah. Yep. 
they are saying um i saw somebody on on twitter just oh no it was big blue podcast another one he's given us great little little tidbits here ruby riot as the joker dressed as the joker for the AEW battle royale would be uh would go over nuts and could happen because it is past the 90 day no compete if she has one I wow. I think I think they have to sign her, and if she's one, if they don't, they're a fool because that means that they probably paid way too much for fucking Lana. But God, here's my concern: because they're gonna sign, they're signing you're Lana. So you're so on point, and that's my concern. I think she is the women's talent that was released or lost. No disrespect to the iconics on the previous release, sure. But like, Ruby's amazing in the ring. Yes. Heidi is amazing in the ring. Plus, she can work a camera. Like, she's the talent. Yeah. So, to, again, to me, if you're going to wait X long and blah, 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 if she's the big uh, whatever it is at All Out, right? The Joker, yeah. Yeah, awesome. But, to your point, Lana's probably coming in now. Uh-huh. And I don't For know sure. if anybody called Lana's release faster than I did. And you sure. can call this out because I've been calling it out for months. Like it was yeah. coming. Sure. The concern about Lana is she can't do what the AEW fans want her to do in a ring. Right. And can you pay Lana to just be this voice piece, which, yes, she will probably be better at in AEW than she was in WWE. There's no Ooh, doubt. But she, was, but she was good when she was the Ravishing Russian. Man, she was a good character. Yes, but you don't think that she can turn that up too notch without his study every oh, yeah. word they said to her and then right. just put it out to fan reaction without yes. the act? Like, either way, to your point, Tony, She'll be fine. It's the in the ring part. So to right. me, you've kind of got to lock up. What are we going to do here for here for here? Here's my yep. in ring. Here's my TV personalities. Here's this. Here's this. Um, But I'll move on to the guy standpoint and the male talent or the um, that driven aspect of it. I don't I don't know. Was anybody besides Tommy that we talked about jumping out at you? They should jump all over. Uh, not AEW. I think Buddy Murphy can would be a nice like uh rehab his career and get some momentum again in the Impact. I think Buddy Murphy okay. will probably make some noise. I just don't think they'll go after him right away. Sure. Um, because you can't go after all of them. They might, but no, you can't go after you, all of them. Yeah. They're going to sign Tommy in most likely. I think that that's probably a, a given. They'll probably sign Ruby because she fits them too. Um, and they'll sign so. Lana. Um, they might, they may not touch the iconics. I I think they will, but I don't know that they, I don't, I don't, they may not. Um, yeah, this is a good point too. Yeah, Lana's AEW uh, debut with Miro would go over huge and then not sure anyone would care. Yes, probably. And, but the thing is, you can't even, you don't, do you even really want to give Miro a manager at this point? Because he's he's actually kind of fantastic by himself. Here's That's my good promo. Works just fine. He's not a fantastic worker, but he's good enough. If you take over the entire gimmick that was virtually created in the other company, right? Right. Even if it's better, do you want that? 
Like, if you have Miro no, and Lana... I don't want that. That's my next question. Like, fans saw that in the other company. And even if you can present it better, does anyone need to see that further? And I don't know that. And that's my big concern with signing Lana. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know where you go from there. Uh, I do want to touch on one last thing. I'm sorry, and then we'll go. Yeah. Um, Nick uh, Nick Gage was confronted Nick by Gage. Matt Cor- by Nick Cardona, who showed he up in a cloak to Zack Ryder's chance for 48 seconds straight. Fuck that, Zack Ryder. Listen, that sneak attack he did is the coolest thing he's ever done in wrestling. That shit Dude, was so and not even not break man. it down. Break it down. Tell he, people how it happened sho- first. He shows up in the in the in the hood, does the Moxley when he debuted at, at AEW. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me let me first place. Gage is in the ring celebrating. Yes, he had All just won sudden, main event. Yep. All of a sudden a person in the hood shows up. It's a double RNDT. The paradigm shift is what it's called. Exactly. Crowd's going nuts thinking that they have John Moxley. Exactly. Exactly. And all of a sudden, Matt Cardona drops the fucking hood. And fans are chanting, fuck Zack Ryder. It's everything you would want in this program. I uh, It was perfect. I'm actually surprised he's going to he's going to work this. uh, I guess he's going to work a death match with Nick Gage. And you know what? We're going to death match. He's get, <laughs> Nick Gage himself an action figure. <laughs> Matt Cardona's <laughs> going to work a match there. And that'll be that. Oh, there's no way he's working Nick Gage and there not be. Maybe uh, it's going to be maybe not a heart, not a ch- traditional death match. Maybe no light tubes, but he's working something with him. Oh, no, look, it'll be hardcore. It'll be falls down, whatever you want to call it, but he's not. Well, I don't think we're seeing barbed wire or glass at this point. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. We'll see. Good for, good for him, though. I think it's awesome that he did that. I think I really thought that he was just going to sign back with WWE at first moment. Well, he wants notice. to. I mean, but if he's making all this money on Action Figures, his podcast, and he and his That's girlfriend now get thing. to go roam the his girlfriend he and he can go roam the indies. Than almost anyone else from an aspect of I'll develop an outside brand, an inside yeah. brand, my brand. Like so now we put in those layers and it's like holy shit, your layers and you're make talking more about than you did on your first contract. Like good for you're you. You're talking about a guy you're talking about a guy that can also with Kurt Hawkins go and when conventions open back up, the star cast and stuff. They're already Ooh. doing signings though. Well, no, I'm saying the star casts, then you all of a sudden can put these two guys up. Get, they can get paid a shit ton to just go up and talk about their wrestling figures and shit forever. Like it almost makes but more the, sense for him just to do what he's doing and not go back dude, ever. These guys get a hefty salary just to do signings at local comic book stores. It's crazy. Uh, Matt has done a tremendous job of marketing himself outside of WWE since he left. And whether you like him or not, what is the wrestling business about? Getting yourself over. Well, right, guess right, what? Right, right. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Yep. 
Well, uh, guys, I think that is uh, I think that's a nice way to end there. Good. Matt Cardona ending a podcast. Never thought that would happen three years ago. Uh, but here we I've are. Got uh, of, I've got a lot of retro math in the basement. If you're listening, Matt, a lot of them, <laughs> a lot of planned on customs. You'll get it. We'll get anyway. this. I'll get this audio uploaded probably sometime tomorrow after I get done teaching summer school for Tom. I'm Tony. Listen to this ad real quick, quick, quick about sleeps and then the exit video, and we will see you next time. If you want to look good while working out, then Sleeps has you covered. With over a thousand print styles for men, women, and children, Sleeps has something for everyone. Head over to sleeps.com, that's S L E E F S.com. Find what you like, and at checkout, remember to type in the promo code STSI25 for 25% off your entire purchase. That's sleeps.com, S-L-E-E-F-S.com, and at checkout, S-T-S-I-25 for 25% off your purchase. And goodbye. So who is you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the hearts of two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart.